Hello, I'm Steve Farver, founder of Farver Sport Performance, and this is Focused on Performance. This podcast is for athletes to learn from athletes on how to approach the mental game, organize your training, and get inside tips to help you perform your best. It is the holiday weekend, so I want to thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Focused on Performance. As the new year approaches, you might be searching for a new way to cross-train for your current sport. Let me tell you, one of the best things you can do to get in shape is CrossFit. It takes a certain kind of strength and speed to be able to perform at the highest level. However, it also takes a strong mindset to be able to push yourself to the limits and sometimes beyond. I've done CrossFit workouts on occasion, and let me tell you, it is a tough sport. Mixing exercises that use your body weight, like push-ups and pull-ups, to stretches of cardio, like rowing and jump rope and even the power of Olympic lifting, like squats and cleans. I'm excited because we have a gift waiting for you in this interview. Today, I'm joined by Max Pettit, who's a CrossFit competitor. He's been competing for about three years now. However, he's also a coach at Next Level Fitness, a gym located in Saginaw, Michigan. I'm really excited because you're about to get some great insight into the world of CrossFit, and some valuable advice on how to approach your training every day. Here is CrossFit competitor and coach, Max Pettit. Hello, Max. How's it going? How's it going, Steve? It's going good. Now, before we get started, I'd like to ask you to give a description about what CrossFit is to our listeners. that description. My first question for you today is, uh, how would you describe mental toughness as it relates to CrossFit? Thank you. 
awesome. Finding ways to, to go a little bit beyond pushing yourself. Um, and that, that kind of leads me into my next question too. Um, how do you go about pushing yourself to get better, um, beyond, you know, what you did last time? Yeah. Um, part, part of it, the, the big thing, like I said, is having, is having good training partners. Um, and I, and I've been blessed, you know, to have a, a bunch of them now at Next Level Fitness. For a long time, I was, I was training on my own or it would always just be me and one other person. Now we have a, a whole group of people at the gym who are on a, who are on a similar, um, similar level competitive wise. So we're all, you know, we're always, you know, struggling to, to be the best because that's what we like to do. Um, the other thing that comes down to it too is, is the, is the programming, the planning of workouts. Um, a lot of people mistake the idea that we do constantly varied things and think that means completely random. Uh, it's not completely random. There, you know, if you, if you set things up right, there is, there is an order, there is a strategy. Um, to how to, to how to train and how to improve. And a lot of the strategies come from, you know, from sports that have been around a lot longer than CrossFit. So things like Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting. Uh, and I gotta give credit to our, our head programmer at Next Level Fitness. This guy's name is, is Phil Hank, and he, uh, runs a program we call it Black Handful Training. And, uh, he does a really good job of, of putting workouts together for us on a week to week and month to month basis to, to help us improve in the long term. So having a, a workout buddy, um, having a group of people really helps push you beyond what you did the last time and keeping you accountable. Yes, yes um, And thinking about CrossFit, that you were saying before that every workout tends to be different. Um, and one thing that I like to remind athletes over and over to do is expect the unexpected. So knowing that every day is going to be different in CrossFit, how do you mentally prepare for these sessions? You know, it just it just comes down to a matter of you know coming in coming in the gym each day and and being ready for whatever happens to be on the whiteboard. Uh, and again, the, the way we usually end up doing things is our week is kind of laid out a, ahead of time for us. So there are there are some days that I'll look at the you know look at the workouts for the week, and I, I've done this over a few years now, and I kind of start to get an idea of like okay, um, you know I know that doing all of Friday's work, I might have to split that up into two sessions. Otherwise, that's going to take a long time and I won't have anything, you know, any energy left towards the end. Uh, so I might have to choose some in the morning, some in the evening. Uh, and when that works out schedule-wise for me, that always seems to work pretty good. Um, but then that just comes down to a matter of fitting, you know, being competition into my everyday life. Balancing that with the job and everything else. Yeah, it sounds like managing some of your energy is is something that you pay attention to also trying to fit it into your time schedule but it sounds like just having a plan and knowing that you're going to show up to the workout um and then whatever whatever happens happens at that point yep yeah and it's you know we treat it if you you really want to be competitive at it you treat it like a sport um you know i mean i can think back to my days of high school football or high school wrestling you know you, you didn't you know you didn't show up to practice and you know like you're going to put, put forth half the effort because you had coaches there to push you and teammates there to push you, and it's the it's the same idea competing across it. Showing up and, and putting forth the effort. Yeah. That's something I think every athlete could use in their training methods. Another question I had, do you ever have days where you don't reach your goals or have some setbacks in training? Yeah, that happens. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, 
really surprised you and you're really happy with how you did. And, and I've had days where I've walked out of the gym and, and just, you know, have, have really been upset, you know, with how I've done. But, uh, you know, the, the nice thing is that, you know what, you get to suck it up and you have to come back the next day. Just get back on the horse and come back and do it again. I think that is a difficult thing in sports is when you you expect everything to go perfect all the time and it's not going to go perfect all the time and there's going to be those bad days and you get really frustrated but it's about how do you get out of those bad days and and you have those good days and like you said you know having a training partner to to hold you accountable um, but also just getting back in the gym the next day and coming back for more because if you let that if you let that setback get to you, then it just becomes more of a setback, if, especially if you don't train the next day. Yeah, yeah, it does. Another thing I wanted to ask is, what is your proudest moment um, that you've had in CrossFit? Well, I did a, I did a competition recently in September, uh, just a, a local one. It was in, uh, it was actually in Taylor, Michigan. It was uh, the CrossFit Down River Open uh, at a gym there, and uh, I walked into it. Uh, expecting to take expecting to take top ten out of I think there was about thirty guys competing, um, which is kind of where I, where I've been for the last couple of years. These competitions, this top ten or so, um, was you know I was going to push for push for more, but I was going to be satisfied with that if I got it. I ended up taking third. Uh, it was it was a really good day for me. Just one of those where where everything everything went right, everything went according to plan. Uh, I had tested the workouts beforehand a little bit and, you know, got a feel for what I was up against and everything went better than what I expected. Uh, so that was, you know, that was that's probably the, the best achievement for me so far in this sport. Do you remember, like, what was going on that day that everything seemed to click so well for you? I, know, I, I think it was just a matter of, you know, of practicing and, and being prepared. control then and and kind of just body awareness knowing yeah. when when to get excited when to relax you yeah. know in between events you probably don't need to be amped up but you know when it's time to go focusing in locking in and really yeah. getting after it yeah right? so that, that, kind of, that kind of takes you back a little bit to um you know one year i wrestled in high school and you'd have you know, tournaments would be on saturdays and so you know you might have a have a match and then have hours in between your in between your next match you know, within that time, you have to force yourself to, you know, sit down, eat 
food, relax. Um, but then, but then also, you know, know when your next match is, have enough time to get up, get warmed up, get prepared, and get mentally focused on your next, uh, you know, your next event or your next match. That's awesome. That's a that's a great description. I think a lot of people can benefit from that. It's just taking some time to relax when when you're not on. And when when it becomes time, just focusing in and really getting engaged and getting amped up um, and getting after it. Yeah, it's, I always wonder about you know, like I'm a I'm a big football fan, so when I'm watching you know watching a football game, sometimes I wonder if the you know if the kicker on the sideline is doing the same thing and how they're managing that. You know, because they might have a game where they where they might hang out on the sideline for for three and a half quarters. And then you know, at the very end, you know, they come on. They might have to make the might have to make the biggest play of the game. And so I'm, I'm always kind of curious that they, you know, how they manage that too, you know, and keep themselves mentally sharp and ready, um, while knowing that they may end up spending, you know, they will spend the majority of the game on the sideline, but they may have to come in, like I said, make the biggest play of the game at the end. Mm-hmm. And have to be ready for that moment. Another thing I wanted to ask you, knowing about CrossFit, is that there's a certain speed element that's involved, and there's a certain accuracy in terms of form. Um, how do you balance going fast, but then also making sure that you have the proper form? Yeah. Um, so when you know, when we're training, a lot of times you know, we'll really stress really stress technique. Um, to the to the highest degree. So if I'm doing, you know, let's say I'm doing clean and jerks, uh, you know, I want every clean and jerk to be as, as good as you know as good as perfect as possible. If I got something that I need to need to adjust a little bit, I'm not afraid to to lower the weight somewhat and, and clean up technique wise. Um, now when we're in competition, there's you know there's a there's a line that you kind of have to straddle. You know, you have to you have to finish the lift. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the prettiest lift in the world. Um, chances are, if it's pretty, it's probably efficient, it's probably very good. Um, but you, you never want to end up, you know, in competition saying, "Oh, okay, I need to slow down. I need to make that one that absolutely perfect." That's depending on the depending on the clock and depending on the workout and movement. Sometimes you have to you have to push that aside a little bit, and you, you have to go. So trying to do things really well in practice and trying to do every yep. rep as clean as possible so that when it comes time to go and, and go fast during a competition, that you're able to do that, maybe not focusing as much on the technique, but hopefully you've done it enough times that that will come in naturally. Yep. Yeah, so if you, if you practice it well, your, your body will be trained to do, to do what it's supposed to do. Um, I actually just read just read something by a guy who's, a, who's an Olympic weightlifting coach, um, Dan Camargo. He always has really good coaching tips, and I enjoy reading his stuff. He, uh, you know, you said he tells athletes that once they get, you know, once their weight gets past like 85% or whatever their maximum is, a lot of times he'll coach them to put all their technique, all their cues, and all those thought processes aside and just lift the weight. Um, because if you're putting a lot of mental energy into all the little of what your body is doing, then that energy that you're taking away from the effort that you need to put in um, to, to do something at a maximal intensity. Cool. That's a great description. Yeah. So that's, that's something that, that you know, like I said, um, Coach 
question that I have for you today is what part of the mental game do you think is most important when it comes to CrossFit? That is some great advice from Max on how to mentally prepare yourself, not only as a CrossFit competitor, but also as an athlete. To recap, let's go over five pieces of advice he provides. Number one, having a teammate or workout partner is vital to helping you get to the next level. They can help encourage you and hold you accountable. Number two, in order to mentally prepare for a session, it's important to show up ready to go. Also. Be ready to give a great effort each and every day. Number three, if things don't go as planned, come back the next day and try again. Number four, when you're competing, it's important to know when to relax and when to get amped up. Managing your energy and emotions is critical to helping you stay at the top of your game. And number five, remember that this is a sport. It's supposed to be fun. Thanks again to Max Pettit for joining us on the show. I appreciate him taking the time to share his valuable advice. Also, thank you to you for tuning in to another episode of Focused on Performance. Be sure to like Farver Sport Performance on Facebook or even check out my website at farversportperformance.com. If you have questions or comments, you can email me at steve at farversportperformance.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Farber. Believe in yourself.